Uh, hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast here with Small Talk. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Alright, so I started Small Talk back in 2013 with a couple of my high school friends. Uh, I think we chose the name Small Talk just because, like, I don't know, we heard it a lot. Like, we heard it around, like, a lot, just, like, in TV shows and stuff. And also, like, we're very awkward and like all we pretty much do with new people is small talk and like all right so like that's it and then so yeah so i think that's the meaning behind the name that we're kind of awkward and then i the band kind of took a hiatus because i had to move to la for college but then when i came back to san diego i met ness and then like this new era of small talk began like two almost three years ago Right? Yeah, like a couple yeah. years ago for sure. Yeah, and, um, I mean, I met Vic, uh, we met at an emo karaoke night bar, um, and I went um, on stage and sang, uh, I think it was Bones Exposed by Of My yeah. Men, and I just like literally started like screaming like on stage at this like <laughs> bar, it was so bizarre. But then we messaged each other and then started talking about music, and then we kind of just started playing together. At first it was just me and Vic for a little bit. Um, but then it's funny story is we actually met Ian when we recorded our first single. He was one of the assistants engineering um, and he's been involved with everything we've done since then. But um, like before COVID and everything, uh, this band, like we've just literally been like playing shows, writing music constantly, but just kind of trying to bring back um, a certain sound. I think like old school emo, because there's a lot of like pop punk bands and stuff and like all that, but we wanted to have like that emo thing again, like you know, early circa, thrice, my cam, that kind of style, and you know, we've just been going ever since. And even now during COVID, we're still doing it, you know, but just in a different way. I think. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right, that's a cool origin story. Karaoke <laughs> bar, I love it. Karaoke <laughs> bar. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, congrats on your newest release. I've seen better days. Your acoustic EP and your newest single, Hawthorne. How do you feel the response to those two so far? Okay, say that one more time. Congrats on your two most recent releases, Sorry. your acoustic EP, I've Seen Better Days, and your newest single, Hawthorne. How do you feel the response to them so far? Yeah, how do you feel about the response to them so far? I feel like the response has been really good, uh, good uh, as far as uh, you know, Hawthorne. I've been hearing like people saying like the hoodie song is really good, and they like that, as well as everything else. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, you know, Hawthorne was, uh, it was the first music video we've ever done. Um, so I was really nervous. I could barely like drink water. It was a lot. But um, I think that because we did a music video, it was able to reach more people, which is exciting. Um, I think with Hawthorne, um, just that song was one of the first ones I think that we wanted to not be like different than what we've done, but it's just like faster and got to experiment a little bit more. Um, that song has gotten overwhelmingly positive response. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. Um, and then the acoustic EP, you know, we originally were just going to do like one song and we're just going to be like, oh, it'll be fun just to do one. And then we're like, wait, why are we doing one? Let's just do like more. So yeah. we decided to do more, especially right now, because, you know, we're obviously not going to play shows until it's safe to do so. So we're like, let's work on music. Um, and it was just an incredible process to do. Um, and I think that the thing I've noticed the most was uh, from the response from the CP was that people have said, because they're the same songs from the debut EP, 
Um, there's a lot of growth in them, even though mm -hmm. it's acoustic. Um, and that goes a lot to say because the first EP we ever recorded, that was the first time any of us had ever done anything. It was Ian's first time ever doing an EP. It was our first time ever recording. So oh, wow. I felt more nervous, you know? Um, but I think now going to this acoustic one, people usually think like, oh, acoustic's easy, right? But it's so much harder because you hear everything. And mm -hmm. I think just so much growth in it. And it just was so nice to revisit those songs for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was really long, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> so is there any meaning behind the EP name or cover art? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, we wanted to do something to kind of pay, like, homage, is that how you say that word? Mm -hmm. Homage to the, to the time of year. Um, so the cover is a, a little kid sitting down, looking down with the Halloween costume on. And for me, that kind of was like, Halloween's my favorite time of the year. And kind of how with mental health issues, like it can be your favorite time of year. And that doesn't matter because you're still struggling inside your head. And not even things like that can help make you happy. Um, and just kind of, especially this year, you know, being um, alone really kind of brought out that even something like Halloween, which we all look forward to every year, is kind of like, uh, it just doesn't feel the same without the people around you. Well, it was canceled. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, we've literally seen better days. Like, 2020 is, like, the worst. <laughs> so. No, definitely. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what inspired you to actually start making the EP, the acoustic EP, and what was it like deconstructing and reconstructing the songs into an acoustic EP set? Yeah. So, we... We knew that live shows weren't coming back anytime soon. So it really made us like focus, like, what do we want to work on now? Like, what do we want to do next? And like Ness was saying earlier, like, the thought came up to like do an acoustic song just for fun, just to kind of put something out while we're continuing to work on like a debut album. And then we just like, we started going through a song. We realized we wanted to do more. And just, I think it was more for the like the people that listen to us, like our support system, our fans. Like we wanted to put something out for them, and then on the other hand, we also wanted to do it for us, just because we knew that the debut EP wouldn't be able to like go out into the world the way we wanted to like, do it with like live shows and touring. So we wanted to be able to celebrate those songs like one more time before moving on to like new stuff to the point where we might not play those old songs as much anymore. No, definitely. And yeah. just like Vic was saying, you know, um, our debut EP came out in uh, February and the COVID shutdown, at least in California here, happened on March 12th. Um, so we didn't have, we weren't able to like really, you know, like play shows for that EP or do anything to kind of help promote it the way that, you know, like you normally would. Um, so this EP was kind of us just revisiting those songs. And because, you know, I feel like we never stop. Um, we're always like doing like we actually just demoed right now before this oh. uh, podcast. But um, okay, because yeah, we're just we're not stopping. Um, and I think like we always just want to do some sort of music. So whether it be an acoustic EP or more singles, like we just want that. And the acoustic was simply because uh, for me, I mentioned that there was an EP called uh, Valdosta by Mayday Parade. And I really liked how they like revisited some old songs, but they had like maybe one or two new ones in there. 
Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was so cool to like, you know, if you love a band and they do something different like that, I think it's really cool to just hear two sides of the story for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you were writing Hawthorne? <laughs> so Hawthorne, this one's really sad. Um, to be honest, this song is all like people can interpret it different ways, but the way that I wrote it for myself um, was simply about um, I felt like people missed who I was when I was happy or, you know what I mean? Um, last August, I was like diagnosed with PTSD and I felt like I kind of started drifting away from people, um, maybe not as animated as I normally am. And um, the lyric in this song, the main part is, I miss the ghost of who you used to be. And wow. for me, that's kind of like people being like, oh, I miss when you're happy. or like, you know, I miss when we would like do this and stuff. And without realizing that mental health issues like really rewire your brain. Um, but people can interpret it in other ways. Like I've heard people say like, oh, like missing like friends, which is totally true too. But for me, that's how I wrote it in that sense. Wow. That's really that's... sad. Right? <laughs> oh no, it, it's, it's real though. So like, yeah. that's, man, okay. Um, so while going through the song, what band or artist influence stick out the most to you? I think definitely Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> like when I when I was like I sent Ness like a, a voice memo of me like playing the song on guitar, and I was like, this song really sounds a lot like Hawthorne Heights. And then yeah, <laughs> we kind of just got in, like ingrained to our brain, I guess. And, like mm-hmm. we ended up naming it. We're like, I guess Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think like you know early circa. Um, for me, that kind of resonates with me for sure. But um, yeah, we literally—I heard the guitar and I was like, "This is Hawthorne Heights," and then we just stuck with Hawthorne. <laughs> that was really oh. it. <laughs> uh, Solid. So this question should be like super, super quick, off the top of your head. I want you to describe your new single in three words for new listeners. Each of you. The new single, Hawthorne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Three words. Yeah, All right, thanks. Uh, <laughs> heavy, uh, fun, sad. I'll say <laughs> heavy, fast, fun, sad. <laughs> fast, emotional, and passionate. Heavy, nostalgic, fun. Okay. Nostalgic, I like fun. Yeah. Heavy, dirty soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, heavy, my God. Dirty Heavy, dirty soul. Wonderful. Um, so, we've been talking about Hawthorne, but you actually have another single, Sleep Deprived. Are those two singles leading up to anything bigger? You did just say you were demoing, so are you demoing for a new EP or a new album? What are you doing? Yeah, so <laughs> Sleep Deprived was a one-off, okay. but, we, but we do really want to put out like an EP of just like, truly hardcore music. Because like we all we all love like the hardcore scene and like like we go to live shows like we're just involved with it heavily. Mm-hmm. So like and we added that song like to our live set because we wanted something to just kind of like get the crowd moving. Definitely. Yeah. But we we do have like a few more songs that are in that like genre of like hardcore. So we do want to put on EP eventually. Yeah. And then Hawthorne definitely represents like the growth of like our music and where we're heading mm-hmm. we're still not 100 percent sure if it'll be on the album like it might just be a standalone but album? yes yeah so yeah i guess that's album a, okay yeah. we're 100 we're 100 <laughs> currently demoing 
10 to 15 songs for our debut album. Yeah. 10 to 15? Yeah. yeah, so no joke, like we, um, 10 to 15, um, you can't see it, but we got a whiteboard over there with a list of songs. And um, these songs, like, like right now we released the acoustic EP and we really want to focus on demoing these songs and then going to the studio to record them. But these songs are like literally along the lines of Hawthorne. They're very fast. And even the songs that are slow, they still hit really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we even just like added some synth right now in one of the songs. So it's just going to be a lot of different songs. And, but I genuinely think that like, I never band says like, oh, it's so good. But it really like, feel super good about it. Like I'm singing in my car all the time. And, you know, that's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited for you guys. The... Oh, thank you. And as far as the production goes, I want to say, since I engineered basically like most of your stuff, um, this is probably going to get the most attention as far as a uh, level of detail and, you know, and the level of parts and the number of tracks. And yeah, it's just going to be crazy. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. So you guys are going all in. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, <laughs> so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Sure. Uh, I see us touring for sure. Hopefully, uh, you know, knock on wood, you know, <laughs> shows come back um, within that time frame. But definitely see us touring. Maybe two more albums. Ooh. Uh, two or three more albums. Maybe right. I think. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, just touring, going around the world, you know, seeing stuff and playing for people, and I, I really love it. You know, we all <laughs> really love. Yeah. We do. Yeah, I mean, just going off of what Ian said, um, definitely like touring, you know, when shows come back. Um, before COVID and everything, we did play a lot of shows. Like, we were never very um, picky about like shows we played. The only thing we were picky about was the individuals who were in the bands. Um, they mm-hmm. have to be like minded because there's no way we're going to play with people who are scumbags. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I that's mean, good. Like, one of our friends had an acoustic guitar. I was like, hey, can I play a show with you guys? Fuck, sure, you have the heart, let's do it. But I guess um, <laughs> for us, um, playing shows and touring, like, I would hope that, you know, if we ever got, even if we didn't get signed, we're going to keep on going. But I think that playing shows, but giving platforms to bands that are, um, you know, just so different, because I feel like that's a, a little bit of a struggle here. Um, sometimes for me, because, for example, like, I'm trans and, you know, we're not white. So I feel like we kind of have to work extra hard sometimes to get a little bit of attention. And I mm. think that what I would see in the future for this band is touring, playing shows, but playing with other bands, giving bands platforms. And also even just like, when we would be cool to have like one set of like merch items where like all donations go to like a certain cause and every show is a different one or like the Wonder Years did this before where they had every night they had a different organization come and just talk to people about different things, whether it be mental health or, you know, sexual abuse or that kind of thing. But just really using this band as not just music, but as a platform for everything, you know, and making people feel included everywhere, for sure. And then just to be a little different in terms of like albums being signed, which is like definitely what I want. But I'd say five years from now, uh, I want us to be reissuing Drowning in Your Absence for the five-year anniversary. Yeah. And maybe having it on vinyl for the first time and, like, completely remastered, re-recorded. And maybe go, like, on an anniversary tour and, like, really give those songs, like, 
like the love and like just kind of put them out there for everyone to really like enjoy as yeah. much as we do. Wow. I, I like that you guys already have, like, a plan and idea with what you would do with your platform and how you would utilize it to, like, spread the word of other things that are happening. I really, I enjoy that. I'm, I'm happy that you guys are planning on doing that. Always. Yeah. Um, so for the last couple questions, <laughs> we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. All right, so we're gonna go straight to death row then. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh my god, <laughs> with a drink? So I with a drink? drink too? Yeah, okay. yeah. So my final meal, it would. That's so dark. It would have. <laughs> it would have. It would have to be like something that my mom makes, just cause, like Aww. like real. Like I love like I love like homemade food. So I would choose like I would choose a meal that my mom makes, probably chicken and rice or something, and then I would have like a Snapple, like a huge bottle of like Snapple peach tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a gallon, like a, like a gallon. gallon of Snapple peach tea. That's yeah. I definitely probably get um. There's this uh, vegan place that just opened up here in San Diego, and uh, they have the best of vegan California burritos. Mm. I'll get, and it's literally like this big. Um, so like, I definitely get that vegan Kelly burrito, and I'd get the biggest cup of Baja Blast, and I would drive to Taco Bell while I'm getting my Baja Blast, and get a mm-hmm. side of nacho cheese to dip my burrito into. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm gonna be pretty extreme about this. Okay. Uh, so I'm probably gonna have or uh, request every home cooked meal. That my mm-hmm. family makes on top of every item on Taco Bell at, at Taco Bell. Okay. And probably like a whole gallon of uh, Baja Blast to wash it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to wash it down. To wash it down. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? The good place. <gasps> what? The good place or the good place? The good place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I, know, I, know, I know it's like not the good, good place, but like they still have a lot of cool things there. So yeah. just for a week, like, I mean, they're all meant to believe like they're actually the good place. So they're not, they're not actually getting like terrorized while they're there. So it actually is pretty cool. Yeah. So I'd want to live there for a week. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Be able to fly and stuff. I'd probably say, I'd probably say Big Mouth, just because I'd want the little hormone monster. I love the way they're animated. It's so okay. cute. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Uh, well, since I'm wearing a Team Rocket hat, I uh, definitely want to be in a uh, Kanto region in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of just like having Pokemon as like <laughs> um, And yeah, just and leaders and just have fun yeah that's so cool solid good choices uh so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it's the most important question what is your favorite color oh blue Mm -hmm. blue oh god that's one of you lavender lavender Ooh, taste good color uh, I would say black is the nicest with everything. Solid. Black Black's is good. a color. Gloria always likes yeah. to argue that black is a shade, not a color. It's a shade. You but shut up. I respect it. Right <laughs> Same. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're all wearing black. Oh my god, we're all matching. 
Look at this coordination. That's amazing. <laughs> this was all planned, all five of us mm-hmm. matching. Yep, um, yep. So as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh man, I mean, follow us on all our social media platforms for sure. There's small talk SD. Instagram is small talk period SD. Uh, Facebook are small talk. Uh, Spotify is small talk. But I don't know, just the fact that we're here, if anyone's like watching, like feels alone, like just like hit us up. Like we're always here for you. And, like we're down to just like talk to you. Have to be about our music. No, definitely. Yeah. Like Vic was saying, um, we're always available through message um, for anything, uh, any sort of resources or support. And just um, we're very active on social media. We like posting little snippets of the stuff that we're doing. So. Yeah, come hang out, and even if you know what's good and you don't want to talk about video games or anything else, like, always down to do that, and so it's fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, definitely, uh, plug, uh, uh, personal ones? Yeah, right. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram, ianandrew.media. Uh, you know, I can talk about anything, like, feel free to just, like, hit me up. Uh, video games, skateboarding, you know, I like, what's random stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Music, for sure. Uh, and also, uh, my other Instagram, you know, Andrew Skates, you like skateboarding. So. Definitely. And uh, yeah. mine is uh, just Lavender Dad on Instagram. And um, I post a lot of things about, like, just different things, but mainly focus on, like, uh, issues um, on my page. And always feel free to talk to people about anything and everything. And, uh, yeah, we really always play video games and uh, <laughs> always want to do that with people if you're feeling sad or happy or anything. Yeah, I'm at Vic.Andrada. I'm mostly just talking about the band. <laughs> Same. So, Honestly, so, Gloria and I with our personals. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you for <laughs> now, this, guys. This has been Small Talk, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>